Yo. Beloved. Beloved, what's good? What's good, man? Sorry I called so late. I had to do yoga. <laughs> My life is so busy in here. <laughs> when I saw the text message, I started cracking up laughing. I said, yo, this nigga really put me off for yoga, but I respect it. You gotta find your chi. You gotta find your chi sometimes so your day can go right. Yeah, I, I forgot it was yoga. Yoga been saving my life, man. Yoga be having me a peace, man, for real. Really? That's good. Yeah, man, like, I'm glad I you mean, found I, something. Yeah, I need a tension relief, you know what I mean? I've never found peace, you know what I mean? But I just, I, I found peace from reading. That's how I escape. I just read a lot. But besides that, the yoga, the yoga really been helping me out. Because when my body feels even I tight after working out, then I do the yoga space later and I do the stretches. Yeah, that's one thing I like about yoga. Like it, people think it's like this gentle, soft thing, but it's pretty aggressive. And you know, you you're forced to like get everything right, or that shit will fuck you up. <laughs> I don't fail. Yeah, I don't fail before yoga. Like I literally be like falling over and shit, trying to get in them positions, but my body's sore from doing some other shit. So. I'd be like, oh my god, it's fun though. But uh, what's been up with you? What else you been up to, man? I, I tried to come see you last week. They played me. Oh yeah, they just approved you today. Today, <laughs> I was thinking to myself, like, why the fuck when they approve people, knowing that Thanksgiving is coming up, and people celebrate that shit. Everybody do things on their own time. You know, one thing about jail is the you get, you always gotta wait. Yeah, I just figured they would. It would probably bring more peace to the jail if everybody got to see their loved ones, you know. And it would just. That would be true, but you they don't care. They don't care that much. They this is business. They need you here. Eat, sleep, wake up, go to court. That's all you there for. Damn, that's fucked up. I um. I, I wanted to have you on too because I wanted to hear your opinion. I heard that six nine was in your your jail. That was true. Oh yeah, yeah, he was here. Um, one of the officers told me he was in the um, he was in the um, in the box, but they moved him to GO or something. How long was he at your jail? Like three days. And they kept him in the box. Yeah, they kept him. They do that to mostly everybody though when you come because they don't know where to put you. So like usually like when it's a week off, they indictment, they don't know if you have enemies in certain places, so they mm. put you in or that's where they're gonna put you. But oh, okay. from what I'm seeing on the news, like I don't I don't know why they would put it in GO for protection because GO is usually a place that informants are. Mm. And if he's not an informant and they put him in GO and they let him back out of GO, he's gonna end up being treated like an informant which gets out of here. So he can go to that jail just for a little bit of time and then get put somewhere else? Yeah, because the jail is really for informants. But if he's not informing right now, what they're saying, again, they put him there for protection. I don't know what that's about. Everybody that goes to that jail is there because they're informing. Wouldn't it be... Everybody that goes to the jail, GO Queens, is there because they're informing, because they cooperate. So I don't know why, why they would put him there for protection or any other thing, you know? But... All I know is that like, even if they let him out the basement, they feel like, oh, he's okay. You know, he's no threat. Like, he's going to still have a problem because people are going to assume stuff. Just came from, he's going to say, I came from Geo, and then it's going to be an issue. Niggas going to raise their eyebrow at him, basically. Yeah, 
was going to bid it. Do you think it's like a tactic? Like, do you think it's some shady sh shit behind it? Or you think it's just how they fuck, fuck around and do shit? Like, wouldn't it be in his best interest to tell at this point? Because he already denounced his his gang and said he wasn't a real gangster nigga. He was just doing that for his rap career. It just seemed like this is way above anything he thought he was going to get involved in. Well, you know, God bless him. <laughs> That one, what's that one called? MCI? No. MD, no, um, MD. MDC. 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 Well, MDC. MDC. Well, MDC. Well, MDC. Well, MDC. Well, MDC. Two of the safest facilities I've ever been in in jail history. Mm. I remember reading the story. It was like El Chapo was being held in one of the most dangerous places. I was like, well, if this prison is dangerous, I didn't get the memo. <laughs> Yeah, he was at M MCC before where you were. As I was, yeah, MCC. Damn. Uh, what else I was going to tell you? Um, when uh, uh, I watched, uh, you know, Love and Hip Hop started. Uh, the New York one started last night. I didn't get to watch it because I was uh, watching football and basketball and shit. But I, uh, I listened to The Breakfast Club and Charlemagne had Joe Budden on. This morning, uh, talking about you know, his, you know his girl since she's like twenty six years old, but apparently like he ain't fucking her on the regular, and and she's that's their storyline, I guess. Like she's upset that she's not getting regular dick, and Charlemagne told him that all the mumble rappers that he talks shit about is gonna be in her DM trying to fuck now. I died laughing. I died. <laughs> I died. <laughs> Yes, and I didn't even know they was cool like that for him to even go on Breakfast Club. I thought they had like some some slight issues or whatever, but I ended up watching the show and the shit started off like soon as from the beginning. The first minute is Joe Budden walking in, walking into like a little podcast studio type thing, he got a mic on headset, and he says that he's the single most relevant voice in music today or hip hop or whatever. And then he said the fan Joe Budden said this. He is the single most relevant voice. And yeah, but then he said the fans are fickle, the critics are haters, and rappers stay busy firing shots instead of spitting fire. And they immediately showed the shooting where you what well, the reason that you in jail. And I was like, oh my fucking god! They, and then it played out. The girl, I guess her name is Maggie or something. Mano's girl. She's on the show, and her storyline, their storyline, seems to be that shooting. Like, like, they filmed at the place where the shooting took place and everything, and I'm just like, wow. Like, this shit is, like, crazy to me. It's a lot. But I, yeah, but it just creeped me out because I'm thinking to myself, like, damn, this was two years ago, and you still ain't got a trial, ain't shit happened, like. 
nothing. And it's like, our system is trash. Like, niggas just be sitting in jail for nothing forever waiting to be heard. Like, what type of system is this? And and niggas is one of how they whole storyline behind it. Kind of kind of annoyed me a little bit. <clears throat> yeah, you know, I, you know, that's the game, you know. That shit was crazy. Joe, it seems like it seems like Joe Budden is like you now. Like he's really like he's like you. He's everything you were doing before you went to jail. Like he's doing it now, except for reality TV. Well, <laughs> well at least I look at it like this because a couple people wrote me and they like. Yeah, it's, you, you put the blueprint out there. You put the blueprint out there on a lot of shit that you know the culture was needing. You know that pull-up show, and 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 you know now he had that show, Everyday Struggle or whatever it is. Like it just seemed like those are all your your. Yeah. No, I never, you never told me you had a beef with him either. I even asked you about the interview because I was, I interviewed him too. And I was thinking I was going to get the same resistance you got, but I didn't. Like he was like a completely different nigga with me. And I was just like, oh, wow. I I actually think Joe did that to me because he wanted to do that to me. Like he wanted to get me mad. And I think we was like in a little podcast competition at the time. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know why that should happen on the show, tell you the truth. But that's what I think. I, I still don't know why that should happen. Because I still can't understand what you're trying to say. There's a lot. But I just, I feel like, you know, I think it's cool that he took the blueprint and is doing what he's doing and everything. I, I, I guess I just get a little bit salty because I never really see him talk about you anymore. You know, like... You know, like, people just, that, like, I, I, I feel like there should be some homage paid to you for the lanes that you kind of opened up for people in that in that area. You know, he's no longer a rapper. You know what? This is what you got to understand, Nico. Everybody's different. Like, this, for instance, I always let people know who put me on. Kiss Fury, Charlamagne, the Bronx, Kiss Fury, Yeah. I'll be cool with shit like that. I'm cool. I don't need no yeah. homage. 
I don't know. It's not like like I'm trying to be like like angry with him or nothing. I, I don't have no beef with him. I just I guess I think I think about it like a girl. Like I I hate that all these people that was talking your name and saying all this shit about you, and now that you're in jail, like they don't talk about you. They don't bring you up, and, you know. right there like dead ass that's really how i live my life i only want supporters i don't need followers people that just want to follow and low-key hate on you because yeah. those are enemies right now, three million followers on instagram can they get on there and say each one of my followers give me a dollar no so therefore they just follow if they're not fair followers follow you fans pay your bills it's a difference yeah that's some real I shit and there it is be safe though What's up with you R&B niggas trying to turn rappers and trappers? You should just stay in your lane, bro. You sound like Parappa the Rapper. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking down on you when you talk to me. You should grab you a ladder. You swung at me, only jabbed in my bladder. Watch you disappear like you abracadabra. Now grab me a dagger. You got some hits, but you lacking a swagger. I'm still the shit, bitch, so that doesn't matter. Don't call me a kid. I'm your pappy and dada. You get splattered and flattered. You and Trippy better have you some backup. Uh, uh, Rennie Stimpy looking aggy and staggered. And when I kill him, nigga, matter on matter. Time to get litty, bitch. Fuck all that singing. You challenge me, what the fuck is you thinking? With too much weed, what the fuck is you drinking? I brought the tsunami, you fuckers are sinking. I'm glad that you came. Leave all that lyrical shit up to me. I'm a savage that bang. Bring all your products who's back to Lee Chang. Take all that auto tune back at T Pain. I swear you RB rappers are strange. You're okay, but you ain't nobody favorite. You are but you ain't nobody major. 
Five, 5'3", you ain't nobody dangerous Maybe that weed you was smoking had you feeling confident Let's have a real conversation Maybe that doctor put something inside of your head When you got your new hairline replacement Why you bring my name up in the first place, Tori? You ain't fucking with me Yikes! What up, though? I Heart Miko Podcast, episode 134 Today is November 27th, 2018 Hello, Brent Grimes What up, me? How are you? I'm great I'm, I'm trying to figure out why I can't hear you. Yeah, that's why I don't hear it. It sounds weird. Test. Can you hear me? In my headphones? No. I can hear you now. I can hear you now. I can hear you talk. Testing, testing. Can you hear me? Yeah. It's better? Yeah. Woo, hello. Hi. What up? Ratchet entrance. Hello, we are the Grimeses. Hi. <laughs> um, episode 134 that was Joyner Lucas yeah. a diss track at Tory Lanez he spazzed he calls that man per rapper to rapper you don't know what that game no, is no what is what is that it's an old video game it's probably like like the first true like rhythm based video game where it's this little character that raps it's, it's just a little character it's funny that he said that oh well you know I don't know anything about hip hop. It's funny. That's funny. <laughs> According to people on Brilliant Idiots, I, I told you I, I got mentioned on the Breakfast Club, and then a couple people came for me um, because I said rap was stupid. I didn't understand it. I'm not a fan. People really get mad. That Listen, people, Miko doesn't like rap. She might. She. she I like rap, but I don't like rap. Yeah, I'm not a hip hop connoisseur like most. Black nah, people nah, are. Nah, you're not at all. But you, you do like some rap songs, but you're not checking for nobody for new rap releases. No, no if not it's not Kendrick, if it's not Drake, yeah, and if it's not, that's, that's it. it. <laughs> that's it. That's it. I was, no, I was wondering what you were going to say. Cardi, I do check for there Cardi. You like Cardi B. I really yeah. like Cardi B, and I started following some other female rappers, um, Tokyo Jets. And there's a girl named Brianna Perry. I have no I think. clue who they are. Yeah, just... they're they're girly rappers. Tokyo Drift. Tokyo Jets. <laughs> oh my okay. Yes, she's. I think she's from Duval. I think she's from Florida. Oh, okay. Um, I'm trying. Okay, I'm, I'm trying sure, to I'm get sure. into it. I I support people because you know I buy albums. I'm actually one of those people that actually purchases albums. Yeah. I I used to be a free downloader. Until I started learning about the music industry, and I said, you know what? If I like somebody's music, even if I'm not a fan of theirs, like a true fan, but if I like it, I'm gonna buy it. All right, that's cool. I I used to buy CDs a lot, but I, I mean, I, yeah, I got Apple Music, so they did. I'm yeah, doing same thing. I'm doing my part. Yeah, you're supporting the art because it's kind of fucked up. The music industry is really fucked <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, it is, and um, it's sad. So I try to do my part and support. Even though I don't like hip hop, I don't get it. It's kind of, I feel like people need to just accept or, or say hip hop is is no longer about the art anymore. I think it's about making money. It is about making money because that's what was pushed towards. Yeah, know? that's what people even. That's what everybody talks about. That's yeah. just what it is. That's how you can hold. That's how you get clout in the game, really. Yeah, and so whoever makes the most money wins. In life. <laughs> I mean, for real. Yeah. 
So it's about making money now. Who cares who wrote the song? I don't. I can't care. I'm so sorry. I try, but I don't care. If it sounds good and I don't like it. I mean, I'm, I I feel you. I like a song. I don't if if I found out somebody wrote somebody's song, but I like the song. I'm not gonna say oh, I can't listen to this anymore. That's oh ridiculous. God! That's ridiculous. You write this? But you know, I, blasphemy. It is cool if you know an artist is you know wrote his own stuff or whatever. Couldn't cool. care less over here, guys. So um, please don't be lined up in my mentions like these other idiots. I had to block. That was going off of me, calling me. I was said I was stupid. Asked me, told me he didn't know which one of us had CTE, you or me. Wow. And I was just like, all because I said that. that I was like, I looked at his bio and I saw that he was a musician or whatever, wow. and I kind of offended him. He's yes, hurt. he's trash too. Totally trash. And you I listen to him. Yeah, stuff? I clicked this little link to shit. What type of music? He gets no more energy on this podcast. He's a fucking loser. Right, and right, right. Fuck out of here, nigga. I don't have to like hip hop, nigga. I don't have to. Really okay, done. moving right along. Um, congrats! What? Oh my God, you guys won! Oh my God! Oh my did. God! What did it feel like coming through the tunnel as a winner for a change? Because y'all ain't won a game since you played the Browns, and it was like an overtime win, and so it was kind of like we went to overtime against the Browns. Yeah. Oh no, no, no! The kicker made the the, the kick, kick so that the fifty nine yarder, yeah, so yeah. that you wouldn't have to go in overtime. Because I feel like if you would have went overtime, you probably would have lost. Damn, no faith. No, zero. But no, it felt cool. It's so cool. Things happen. Ryan Ryan Smith from the corner. He got his first pick. I was real happy for him. Yeah. Um. You was, did. You had two weeks in a row now. You didn't get a single ball thrown yeah, in. Yeah, I'm direction. just getting my my cardio up in the game right now. <laughs> What do you? What do you? Are you bored? I'm so sorry. I feel so sorry for you. I tried to entertain you on the sideline. You were. It was was I entertaining? It was fun. <laughs> I was drunk in a bitch too. It was fun. But it was kind of it fun. Was, it was. It's. It's like yeah. I'm not really getting any passes. But you know, I, it's a weird feeling because you feel like you're not doing anything, but you got to stay in ready because they could try you at any moment. moment. They could do something. So it's, it's just. It's part of it now. It's just the game that I play. People always talk shit to me when I say you're the best corner in the league. And then when I say things like, well, how come nobody's thrown in his direction? Like, what does that mean to you? Um, I mean, they just don't want to throw in my direction that often. So they pick and choose their spots. So I don't just get regular casual passes over there. So They're not fucking with you. Yeah, they're going to set some things up, maybe try some double moves, you know, try a couple things. Maybe catch me on like the... Catch me slipping like I'm like the third read in a route progression, and I like when you didn't already slacked off and thought, yeah, you thought you know, it was over. Stuff be happening, but you know, so it's, what it's is the challenge game. now? What do you do now to to get, keep ready? Is it just like because you know you got ADHD and you be counting grass uh, <laughs> blades and butterflies to fly I just by? Mean, you know, I just gotta. I try to like I said, I was really excited for Ryan because he got a pick. So what I try to do. In the game is like I talk to people on the sideline. I figure out, I tell them what I'm seeing, mm-hmm. and like that can help them out. I, I say, you know, talk when I see people f- almost falling off the edge, like mentally. Like I try to help them mm-hmm. out. You're such a nice guy. Um, that's that's kind of what I get out of the game. Like at this point, it's almost like you're a coach out there, like trying to help people out, and, mm. and especially since I'm, you know, not getting that many passes all season for real. But, yeah, I think the most passes I saw you get was against the Falcons when y'all played in Atlanta. 
Yeah. It was probably the first time I saw somebody get like a, a deep ball caught on you too, that one the one with Julio. I Julio didn't catch a deep ball. Right it was like a double move, triple move, that one play. Oh, it was a double move, I guess. Yes, you guess. That's literally the only pass where I've seen where I was like, damn, they caught my nigga slipping. Because yeah, everything else, a, you like right there on it. Yeah, it was a double. I, I remember that play. I tried to. I just guessed, to tell you the truth. <laughs> <laughs> you guessing with Julio? It was a guess because they like to run a certain route. It was, it was third and eight, if I remember. We had a blitz that was supposedly Didn't supposed happen. to get there. Y'all blitzes never get there. So we I said, all right, we're we going to run this blitz. <laughs> All right, we should, I should be able to jump this, and you know, it didn't work out. But I had to come and make the tackle. We lived to play another down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> it's for, for for that to be like your only big play of the season, that's pretty incredible. You're yeah. having a good year, even though it's quiet. Nobody even knows. I just be. I don't even talk as much shit about you as I used to. It's just pointless now. Like nobody cares. Nah. You know what I'm saying? They don't give a fuck that you out here being one of the realest niggas ever backpedaling. And niggas is scared to throw at you. It's crazy. Yeah, it's, nobody cares about me. Your story is incredible. But, I, what? 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 The check clears. The check clears, <laughs> regardless. Very true. I got to um, the Lakers. Uh, the Lakers are playing, y'all. I'm a little distracted. My highlights are coming up on my phone. I apologize. <laughs> um, um, shout out Flagrant Two podcast shout out brilliant idiots shout out uh b bills i did all their podcasts last week but the flagrant two podcast was i didn't know this going into it i walked in and they were talking about a fat girl yeah schultz's show that was pissing him off i was 10 minutes late because you know new york traffic whatever but i walked in and then i didn't know that i thought i was just going to be a part of the show i didn't know that there was going to be a full-fledged interview on our life i literally was not prepared for that whatsoever yeah yeah i lived it and so when it started i was like oh my god this is really like an interview about me like it's really about me well technically me and you and they did their homework like they literally like studied for this you could tell just on the questions they asked me they asked me stuff that that people other people didn't ask me they asked for clarity on certain situations, and they got out of me more than anybody has ever gotten out of me on Yeah, you went in depth. Yeah, because I was asked the right questions, you know? There was a couple things I wish they had asked, but overall, I thought it was incredible. Yeah, it was really, it was, it it was was really cool. It was good. And um, what else? Uh, so when, when I did the interview, um, people learned a lot about us. And hi, hey, new followers. Hey, you guys. Hi. Uh, I'm Miko Grimes. Uh, I'm crazy is what people call me. I think I misunderstood. Fine. Oh, I'm fine and a motherfucker. <laughs> I'm 43 years old. I'm a retired professional basketball player, sports reporter, kind of. And I'm this guy's wife. Yeah. And um, what else? Oh, I, I, I'm not religious. I don't believe in any single religion whatsoever. I think they're all jokes. However, I do believe there is God. And people ask me all the time, well, who do you pray to? And I say, the sun. That's the only thing that I feel is necessary outside of water. The sun. Without the sun, sun, we'll be done. Yes. So I think that the sun is God. So I pray to the sun. So when I wake up in the morning and the sun is up and I'm just like, oh, my God, I'm alive. Thank you. That's who I talk to. Whenever I have problems, I talk to the sun. Whenever I want to something to come to me i talk to the sun so i'm not 
care about your Bible or any of your books that have been written a thousand times. Doesn't mean I hate you. Doesn't mean I hate anyone that's religious. I believe people um, need religion because they don't know how to live life right. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like religion, you know, is a form of, started as a form of control in my mind. Yeah. Like it, it was a way to control people. Make them feel like, oh, if you don't do this, like, you're going it, to hell. Just, it's just like if you say, just take it like this. Without without religion or some type of, you know, way to control people, it would just be whoever would, the biggest, strongest would just take over everything. Mm-hmm. Or, you know what I'm saying? Cause kind of like how it is anyway. Yeah, you know, but that's what, what they did. And now people have to pray to God. If that's what made people do right. You know, do right. Well, they think that's the only reason they're even successful is because Jesus Christ or whoever this their religion is, and it's it's insane to me. Um, What other fun facts should they know about me? Oh, I'm a practicing vegan. I've been on a vegan journey for three years. I have not had dairy in three years intentionally. I've had some accidental consumptions that have given me diarrhea. And hella soupy farts, and Brent thinks it's hilarious. But I have not had dairy in three years, but I do eat meat occasionally. Yeah. Because lemon pepper chicken wings and crab legs are my my two that I had. I I don't I don't crave any other meat. Nothing. Uh, yeah. And I've I, gone a long time without eating meat before too, but now I'm eating it more consistently. I think it's because it's football season, and I'm tailgating and. All that just comes with poor I've decisions. I'm noticing that your your uh, your toddler stomach is like growing. I'm up. I'm growing up, right? I'm able to eat more food. Man, you finishing your whole like I'm impressed. <laughs> <laughs> your girl got an appetite, but see, people think I'm anorexic and all this dumb shit on social media. Nah, you eat, but you usually don't like. You'll eat like this, and you eat again a little bit later. You yeah. Eat, but now you eating like a lot in one sitting, and I'm like, okay, okay, yeah. It's happening. Proud of myself. Um, People also um, learned why you love such a piece of shit wife. (laughs) I'm getting lots of comments and DMs saying, you know what? I used to always wonder why. You're a piece of shit. Piece of shit. I'm a horrible human being. Like, I've gotten so much bad um, energy from social media. And from this interview, I've gotten so many people, even more, hitting me up saying, wow, I get it now why he puts up with such a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> but they still call you a piece of shit. Like, yeah, but they said that they, that they don't think I'm a piece of shit anymore. They just think I'm a very confident and very strong woman that pretty much doesn't take any shit from anybody, including for you. Yeah. Because I feel like a lot of people think that I'm a typical wife because most wives are typical, you know, not just in sports, just wives in general don't get involved in their husband's career. And I got involved. I, I jumped in head first when, when you wanted me to quit all my shit and we was going to focus on you. I was like, oh, well, I need to see what I'm dealing with. You know, I think part of it, too, that you lived a professional athlete life. Yeah. Prior to yeah, and I had experience, and I had fuck-ups, and I made mistakes, and I just knew what you should do. I knew. I just, I, I didn't know. I just felt it. Yeah. And what I want to ask you is, is are there anything, one thing that you can think of that you wish you hadn't done, or you wish you could change about, like, your career? Yeah. What? Um, 
I wish I like I I've always been told my whole life to like just let my like play talk for herself. Mm-hmm. Like in football, but it's not really me. Yeah, people, you're very quiet. You don't talk to people, but people do not know you. Like they, you, you do this because you just don't want to deal with the media. Yeah, but I feel like if I would have just been me, mm-hmm. I would have got way more respect, respect, bigger checks. Mm-hmm. You know, just a bigger thing. But it's not like bad. You're being a nice guy. You were being, you were being what they, what people told you you should be. Yeah, I just that's how that's what I was taught as a kid. And yeah. It always worked out until the NFL. Mm-hmm. So it was like it 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 just took me like oh when I got to the league, I, you know, it's not just hey the best player is going to play. You know, you're going to get recognition. You're going to get your paid. Your going to talk for itself. He was on that bench chilling for a few I, years. <laughs> I learned that the NFL is a business, and for the most part, the NFL mm-hmm. is an entertainment thing. Mm-hmm. And that's what they want, you know. And, and if if you be yourself and say how you feel and say what you're really thinking and stuff, mm-hmm. I told you a long time ago I would have let you fake slap me so you could get <laughs> some attention. That's not me being myself. I told you I was like, look, I will file a police report and everything. I won't put you to jail, but I will just fake like you slap me. And then you'll get attention, and they'll be watching you play and be like, this motherfucker is good. Yeah, he slapped the shit out of his wife, but look at no one. No one wants to throw it to him. Yeah. Maybe. I was with all the shits that, that get you he paid, get you recognition. Was I was so like, crazy. listen, I laughed it off, if we have a spectacle, said. you will get noticed. And you wasn't with it. You was like, no. Nah. No, I wasn't with it. I, thought, I, I, really did, I really did believe that. Just just your play and people would recognize it and they would get the recognition that you deserve. But, you know, I'm not saying like I never got any recognition, but I feel like I, I should have got more. You definitely should have. But it's not like I, I needed <clears throat> that. It just I would think I would get more props for what I do, but I don't. Mm-mm-mm. Well, 13 years. This is year 13. I'm hoping it's not your last, but I know that you're tired of this shit. I'm tired of this shit, but I want you, I don't want you to leave sooner than you're ready. I left. I retired sooner than I was ready, and I told you about that, and I'm, I really regret it. Like I truly, truly regret stopping from playing as early as I did, You know, especially for the reasons that I quit. It wasn't injury or anything like that. It was me like caring about spending time with my family and people that truly don't even care about me. <laughs> Man. Yeah, looking back on looking that, back, you probably yeah. regret that big time. Yeah, I do. And I'm, I'm so bothered by it that I was like, you know what? I, at least I made this decision on my own. I can't blame anybody else. It wasn't somebody else's opinions or ideas that made me do it. It was mine. And I don't want you to retire sooner than you're ready. And I don't want it to be because of your guilt of us as a family having to live different places or Aiden having to go to different schools and you know all that I want you to play until you really truly don't want to play anymore and I also don't want you and for me I wouldn't want you to play in your last year be as sorry as you guys are this year I'm just keeping it real I feel like you you haven't sniffed the playoffs in six years and you've been in the league 13 years and your last year 
was ruptured Achilles when your team went to this playoffs and you couldn't even play. Right. So I just feel like you deserve, you know, a shot in the postseason, which, you know, I hate the postseason because y'all don't really get paid for those games. But I would want you to be like on a contender and have like a real Super Bowl run one good time before you get out of here. Yeah. That's what I want for you. But if that's not what you want, I'm going to let you make whatever decision you want this year. Yeah. Not, I'm going to do my best not to guilt you. Yeah, we're going to see. Into anything. But if the Rams call, <laughs> all bets are off, my yeah, nigga. Be <laughs> um, speaking of Rams, psych, just kidding. Um, Thanksgiving last week. Uh, we had Thanksgiving, the, the worst holiday that America celebrates, you know, the massacre of the original people of this land. And um, I've made some decisions for Thanksgiving next year. I told you about one of them. What was it, last night at dinner? Yeah, you said you, you were going to boycott Fast, fast. I'm going to fast 24 yeah. hours for the pagan holiday that is Thanksgiving next year. And then Aiden and your mother's face almost fucking hit the floor. Mainly my mom. Your she mom almost lost her rolling. shit. <laughs> and so rolling. I had to clear it up and say, I'm still going to cook for you guys. Oh, she's good. She's yeah, she ate vegan macaroni and cheese this year. Yo, I'm so proud of her. Yo, now that we're talking about Thanksgiving, you know what I started thinking about? Oh, God, what, Brent? That peach cobbler you made. I told you that's what I think about, and you just came through oh my God. and made the most bomb. You're only peach saying that because you are allergic to gluten and you never get any nope. crust. Nope. And I made some nope. gluten free crust. Nope, that's not it. What is it? That shit was amazing. Thank you. And you made it amazing without butter, without fucking gluten and all that other shit that I can't eat. Yeah. Brent has seven food allergies, you guys, so I have to cook around this motherfucker on the regular. But that shit was bomb, and I love you so much. (laughs) Anyways, we see how how I get guilted into celebrating this bullshit-ass holiday. My family want peach cobblers and shit. Hey, if you want to fast, you can fast. I am. And I completely agree with your fast. You're just not joining me. But if you <laughs> can make a peach cobbler, we're all good. Well, there's another part of the holiday. I was plant this year. I had decided to send Pornhub links to everyone that group texted me Happy Thanksgiving because these motherfuckers know I don't celebrate this day. I don't want to be these getting these group text messages. Wait, what? Yeah. So I was gonna put Pornhub links in all the group chats so people could stop doing it. And then I say, you know what? There's a better way to do this. So I've decided next year what I'm going to do is send them links to uh, articles about how terrible Thanksgiving is and the, the origination <laughs> of the holiday. Of yes. And I'm going to, on top of that, add on links to very historically amazing people from the originators of this land. Oh, my God. You know? So that's I'm going to use it as an educational day since you want to keep putting me in group texts with people I don't even know. Like, saying happy Thanksgiving. Yes, and then it's like all the people start catching them. How the kids doing? Bitch, this is a group chat, okay? Do that shit outside this fucking text message. My phone keep going off and shit. I should be pissing me. The people have no group you chat really etiquette. get the most irritated I've ever seen anybody from group texts. Because I feel like they holding my phone hostage. You be getting so pissed off. I should like, be pissing uh, me the fuck off. Off so and I'm always the rude one to say something like, yes. oh, excuse me, uh, I know y'all see all these numbers in here that's not saved in your motherfucking phone, which means I don't know you or your baby ass kids 
So get the fuck out of here. I used to be that person. Now I have resorted to, now I'm going to forward important information into these group chats. They're going to get you out the group. Great. <laughs> Fucking great. They're taking you right out of the group. Great. They're trying to hear that shit. They're just trying to eat turkeys and they're shit. They're trying to die fast like their family members. They're trying to eat mac and cheese and turkey. They, you know, why do people, like, I was, Plies had put out this video. He was talking about Thanksgiving food and how long you could keep it and eat it and shit. People really be making 10 times the amount of food that they need. And then they feel guilty, so they fucking eat it for like a week. They be eating turkey sandwiches. Turkey sandwiches, weeks. green sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> Macaroni and ham sandwiches. Like, my nigga, throw that fucking food away. It so much extra food. It's, re- it's, it's just a, it's just a really like a pass for gluttony. It's a pass to literally shove the most unhealthy food down your throat you know and was, feel no guilt behind it. You know, it was cool, though. Like, we had, you cooked, we ate. We had some leftovers, but it was all gone. That's how I cook all the time. Yeah. I cook was, all the I don't need Thanksgiving to show my family yeah. that I'm thankful for them. It was like a regular. It was cook. the only difference was that I made a peach cobbler. That's, that's what I'm it. saying. That is the only thing different. Just keep that in mind <laughs> oh every God. Thanksgiving. Every Thanksgiving. You can make anything you want, but if you throw a peach cobbler on there, it's Thanksgiving. I'm happy and I'm thankful for you. Yes. So in in um, light of my my newfound uh, love for for how I'm going to celebrate Thanksgiving, I want to. Starting this podcast, I want to give people someone to look up. Olivia Hooker. She mm-hmm. died um, last week. She's 103 years old. One of the last survivors of the 1921 Tulsa race massacre. Damn. Yes. Dr. Dr. Hooker was amongst the first black women to serve in the Coast Guard and retired as an associate professor of psychology at Fordham University in New York City. So we would do that every week. I'm going to give people someone to look up. To research. Every podcast? Yes. I'm going to try to remember that. And I'll, I'll, and I'll also give the people someone that to be happy that they died. And that is Bob McNair. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is not... This is... I'm not part of this. You're not part of this? <laughs> no. Well, he died peacefully, which is something I don't wish on any racist. You just said you should be happy that they died. I mean, you know what I think, Brent? A lot of the racists need to die so that... Yeah rational thinking human beings can take their place and then that will help us become a better America. He's a racist. You can spin that however you want to say. He's a racist. And he died. And I hope, for example, um, you know how they replaced the Carolina Panthers owner? Well, his wife is still the owner, so she's still alive. But after she dies, I'm hoping that someone that is not racist, that doesn't call you, people like you, a prisoner and an inmate in prison. That's offensive to me. Yeah, I know that's racist to me because we all know that you guys are treated the worst of all professional sports. Correct? Yeah, I think. Yes, so. and you're treated to me like gladiators or slaves or prisoners. To in my opinion, wealthy prisoners. Like you know how gladiators get to live the life of a gladiator, but they're really just slaves for the king. Yeah, I mean, we are technically employees. Yes. So. I mean, yeah, and they don't care. Like, like this is what bothered me. I saw a lot of players that played for him, played for his organization, like saying stuff like, 
oh my God, I'm, I'm so sad that he died. I want to take this opportunity to thank him and his family because without them, I wouldn't have been in the NFL. They took a chance on me. They drafted me, you know, in the first round. Like, nigga, get the fuck out of here. Like, you were going to the NFL, whether this fucking racist drafted you or not. Yeah. Why don't you guys ever take the initiative to say things like, wow, that motherfucker is lucky he got me. They don't, when y'all die, they don't write things and say, you know, I'm so happy Dante gave us his brain and his body for all those years, even though I didn't guarantee him any contracts, even though when he was injured and still played for me. And right after that season, I cut him because then I put in the media that he was too banged up to play on my team. Like, fuck them. God bless goodbye when they die. But why do you guys always feel this sense to say they gave you something? What did they give you that you didn't work your ass off for? You're absolutely right in that aspect. I feel like it's just the mentality. Slave mentality. That is brought through football. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All you guys are brainwashed. As soon as y'all get in the locker room, y'all all all think you're going to the Super Bowl. It's crazy to me. You know goddamn well who your quarterback is when the season starts. <laughs> everybody yeah. thinks. They brainwash y'all into thinking a lot of stuff when you get into that locker room. I think, and I, I talked about this with, you know, some some of my friends that are football players. Like, until the pro level, football is like a... Any given Sunday type a of family thing. family type feel, though. No, I'm not talking about oh, okay. like In the family, locker room, yeah. Like, it's like a... You know, even as far as the coaches too, like yeah, they they do all the yelling and shit. But it's a it's a family feel. It's no real. You might have some little petty politics, like this guy likes him a little more, but it ain't politics like the NFL. So I think people the the talk that you're you're hearing and thing is like learned behavior. You've been saying stuff like that your whole life. That's the mentality that you already had playing football. And some people don't really realize. Like how business oriented, how like, and I hate to say it, the owners don't really give, you know, they don't give a fuck about it. Maybe a couple of the players, but they don't. They don't care about none of you guys. They wouldn't piss on you if you were on fire. But, you know what I'm saying? It's it's maybe a sound like just being nice, but they really don't care. It's a business. I don't never see nobody ever talk about an owner still kept in contact with them when they wasn't on the team. That's true. So how did they give a fuck? It's business. Pepsi fired you, nigga. Move on. Right. Period. That's and it's, <laughs> it's it's crazy because that is the truth, and it, it's like a it's it's so weird because like fans don't feel that way. Mm-mm. Fans feel like you 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 turning your back on this team. Like nah, it's a job, bro. Yeah. I got a different job. Yeah, we gonna get into how stupid you guys think. We are gonna talk about Baker Mayfield. This is gonna be a, a football heavy podcast. I'm gonna give y'all a heads up right now. We'll do a little. Of course, we're gonna talk about Dwight Howard situation a little bit, <laughs> a little bit of basketball. But we're gonna keep this football heavy because it's crunch time. Yeah, it's getting weird. What, what are we going week? What? Twelve, I think. Week twelve? No, this was past was week twelve. No. Yeah, it was. We still got five games left. It couldn't. Yeah, you week. go to seventeen. Use your fingers. 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. Yeah. You got five of these hoes left. So it's really getting down to crunch time. Um, Let's kick it off with Adrian Peterson. What about him? 
Great athlete. I already told you that he's unreal. Um, I think he's on HGH, but that's none of my business. Oh, um, he's 33 years old, and even though the knees don't get up like they used to, right. he's still a threat in that backfield. Yeah, he's still, still a problem. Um, Master Tesfacion, you remember Master? I do. Um, you've met him before. He works. For, he used to cover the Redskins. Um, now he works for Bleacher Report. Did a, a write-up on him. And, you know, just the, the Cliff's Nose version is uh, he talked about Adrian Peterson still having that football mentality, like his body is fucked up, banged up. He just had his shoulder pop back in the in spot two weeks ago, and he just out here just like, oh, this is it. Football is everything to me. You, you got to want to be the greatest. You got to like this is the article, how it reads. Right. You you got to be out here trying to make history and be a legend. That's if I'm gonna be out here, I'm gonna fucking do it. And I'm like, he's definitely a running back. It's not like a running back or a linebacker mentality. Right. CTE filled, right. by the way. But the juice of the article talks about in four years ago when he had the trial for um, whooping his kid with the branches with the switches, and he had welts on the, the kid's balls. His butt, his ankles, his feet, and his back. Balls? Balls acts. Damn. The ball sacks had whelps on them. And he went to court and, you know, he had got suspended. A lot of things happened. And he said he would never um, whoop his kids again with a switch. He just basically threw that out there for us four years ago. And for him to do this article now and say he just had to whoop his kid with a belt two weeks ago. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. And to me, it's like, if you're still doing that, I don't need to know. You should just kept that out of the Right, he's not hitting them with a switch anymore. He's not it's, Yeah, but it's still the same thing. I feel like what he said was, he didn't, before it used to be 90% of the way he disciplined his kids. And he was like, I know my kids. I know how tough they are. I know how much abuse and physical violence they can take. I know how to handle them. And I know what they've done wrong. So he's basically saying... Whenever he gets to the point where you got to beat your ass, you done went too goddamn far. And there's two sides of that coin, okay? Yeah. Um, I grew up in a, with a mother that physically disciplined us. Uh, I didn't, I wasn't on the end of that very often. I was a very smart child. So when my mom, I think my mom slapped me only one time that I can remember. And my mm -hmm. whole, when I left when I was 13, I ran away. But from kid to 13, I got slapped. One time, and it spun me around, and when I came to, I was washing the dishes. I don't know how I got there, but God damn it, it worked. It fucking worked. It whipped you in the shape. It whipped me in the shape, and it let me know that I am not the boss, and when she say something, God damn it, you better fucking do it, or you're going to get that ass whooped. I grew up like that. I saw my sisters and brother grow up like that, and um, it worked. I feel like it worked, but... Nowadays, it's called abuse. Now, uh, did you get whooped growing up? I don't remember getting whooped. And that's probably why you feel that Aiden shouldn't get whooped. I just don't feel like you need to whoop a kid. Like, I can tell Aiden what to do without whooping him. Right. And sometimes it's just better to slap the shit out of him. Like, I don't, you know, like, you could slap him in the head or something, but, like, I ain't really just... All right, come here. You're getting a whooping, like really beat his ass. Yeah, Aiden has never gotten an actual object hit with an object or like a belt, a switch. A, we used to get hit with wiffle ball bats, broomsticks, mop sticks. <laughs> what? Those wooden spoons on the wall, uh, extension cords. Yeah, they are getting abused. Yeah. Shoes. Shoes? Yeah. 
You can get whooped with a shoe easily, especially yeah, when I can see how. Yeah, mm-hmm. it can happen to you. And so I'm a little torn because I think that parents should be able to discipline their children how they want, and if it goes too far, then you go to jail. Yeah, Except I feel you. like I'm not saying you shouldn't if you if that is your way of, but long as you don't get out of control with it. Like if you pop them a few times, I think that welts on your balls and your butt and your back and your leg. I think that's out of control. Yeah, I think that's way too far. But it's his kid, and it's almost like I feel like that's probably why kids are so fucking bad these days because they you can't tell them what to do. You kids know what I'm saying? If you if you if you hit them, they're gonna go tell the people on you. you can't tell <laughs> like a motherfucker, and then you go to jail. You look bad, and it's so it's like a tough situation. And I really felt like. I wish he would have just lied in the article because why are you telling everybody your business? Fuck these people. I don't need to know your real business. Fuck out of here. He don't do it then. He gonna beat his kids if he got Man, them. Man, like that's what he's trying to tell you. Keep what you're doing in your household to you and your wife or your baby mamas because the people are gonna judge you. They're gonna judge you. People judge me because I smoke weed. I don't smoke weed around my son, but I've educated my son on weed, and people probably think I'm a terrible mother. Meanwhile, they can have six or seven beers around their kid because it's legal. Yeah. You know, so it's like we all are are raising our kids on our own. And it's yeah. our job and it's our responsibility. And the moment you do something that, you know, causes you to go to jail, then that's just what the consequences of your actions. It's sad that he has the the the, the thing that he's doing could physically harm the children though. Yeah. You know? Like you could emotionally scar them. That's what I'm saying. Just, you know, it's a lot. And it's excessive, yeah, but like... I just hope that he learned not to it's go that far. Yeah, it's You a know, line. like, you, you're a big nigga. Like, I feel like he should be able to intimidate his kids just looking at him, you know? I'm like, sure he can. That's what I'm saying. Like, I can... you, Me and you, I can literally make Aiden cry. Cry looking at just him. Just looking at yeah. him, you know? There's mm-hmm. a tone of voice. You know what I mean? yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. I think he, yeah, he should, he should stop talking about it first. Stop it, Adrian Peterson. Stop. Don't tell us that you teach your kids anymore. And just good advice. Listen, just be the best dad you can be. I know he had a traumatic life growing up. He had a lot of bad things happen to him in his life, and yeah, his brother died right in front of him at like seven. His dad went to prison. Till like he was a grown up, damn near in college, oh. um, he lost a two year old son. The baby's the baby mama boyfriend killed his two year old son. Damn. In two thousand thirteen, yeah, it's just he got six other kids though. Uh, he out here fucking. AP out here fucking, and <laughs> <laughs> not using condoms. But I just feel like he probably had a rough life, and he doesn't know what he's doing. He's probably overwhelmed. And trying to to be this strong black father, and you know, I get it because you know I had to snatch Aiden. I done slapped him to the ground a couple of times. I could admit it, ground. you know, but not in the face, like you, you know. Sound like Ike Turner. Yeah, I, you know, because you, you just it be just doing the most. Yeah. The Aiden is. I think Aiden cries way more from me yelling at him or looking at him. Yeah. Because when I slapped him to the ground, he laughed at me, yeah. and that pissed me yeah. off. So I'm like, this nigga, I didn't even hurt this nigga. He fucking laughed. Yeah. So AP, come on, dog. Stay out the media with the kids. This is nobody else's business. Next question. Don't don't answer anything. Great advice. Nothing. Um, Eric Reed. 
He's been tested five times, not including the test to re-enter the NFL, which was technically be six. Since September 27th, eight weeks, he's been tested five times. He's pissed off. Uh, you and I both know the NFL has a computer system that randomly tests 10 players on each team. And that could be active, um, IR, uh, practice squad, whatever. It's supposed to be random. And he says that he thinks they're trying to trip him up or, or catch him riding dirty, per se. I kind of laughed at that because I'm your wife. And you get tested damn near every week. I was just about to let you finish <laughs> and say, well, bro, I think I got tested just as much. Yeah. So, I mean. I, I don't think he understands that it could be that they're trying to trip him up. It could be that they're trying to annoy him. But it also could be this. And this is why I think that you get tested so much. The teams have to pick 10 random people. They do not want their druggies, <sighs> their, their steroid users to get caught. So what they will do is they will test the niggas that they feel like they know ain't juicing the most. And that gets them out of their 10. They know you ain't juicing, Brent. They know you aren't. They know. And they know that they can get a clean bill of health out of you and the kicker and the so one snapper. So how would you know who's juicing now? I'm sure they know. How would you know that? People talk, Brent. It's the same way they know people fail their weed test and they, they bypass it. You know. You know what happens. Why they don't think I'm juicing? Boy, if you don't put this down, Are arm down. This? <laughs> Are you looking at this? She's flexing, y'all. Are you looking at this? Yes, And you telling me they don't think I'm juicing? Yes. I know. Look at your eyes. I can see how you just... You don't even have the juicer neck, though. Uh, That's a neck that comes with that. You don't uh, have that, that meathead neck, that full-fledged um, juicing neck. The team knows, okay? Uh, just like they only test you guys for street drugs, which is marijuana, essentially. From April 20th to August 20th. They know y'all all smoking weed. They know everybody's doing all kind of shit. They don't want you to get caught. They want you to play. They don't want to, any of their starters to be benched or, or kicked off the team for, for performance-enhancing drugs. So I think they choose people that they know aren't juicing. They know that nigga ain't finna juice. They know he don't need nothing negative wrapped around his name after they done nothing reinstated him back in the league. Nothing at all. So I think he should take it more as a compliment it is annoying. It is. I understand that because it's just like, like they call you on your day off sometimes, and then you gotta go up there. Man, you and know, go ahead. The worst one was because you know I drink a lot of fucking water. Mm -hmm. So like you'll get a the dude to be there and take a piss test, and if your water, if your piss is like extra watery, yeah, it's diluted. They're like, well, you gotta take, take another one. And I took it again. And I peed again, and it was clear. I'm like, bro. You should have said, nigga, I'm organic. Then I'm motherfucker. I drink a shit ton of water, bro. So and what spring you water to, at that. Yeah, what you want me to do? So I had to come the next day. Like I had to come in. It was actually the day off. I had to come in and do a, a drug test just because my pee was diluted. Well, Mr. Reed, don't fret. They're not at attacking you. They would love for you to test dirty though, so they can get you the fuck out of here. But this is a compliment. In my opinion, right. I think it's I think it's a compliment, and he should take it as such. Um, let's talk some football games. All right, football games. Well, first, Aaron Rodgers. Did you see what he said? He was becoming immortal. He's like it happens to everybody. He was, he's becoming immortal. Immortal. He's or becoming a immortal. No, I did not hear him say this. Yeah, he almost made it like he's becoming washed. And he was like, it happens to the best of us. You see all this gray in my hair and my beard. And 
What? Yes. And I was like, what the hell? He's catfishing. Yes. And so he was saying this. And so now people are saying that they see a decline in him. He's missing passes and all oh stuff. And I said the same thing about Tom Brady and everybody laughed at me. Oh, my gosh. What do you think about your, your, your favorite quarterback saying he's becoming immortal? He's going to throw for 500 yards. It's a quarterback, bro. He's like 34. He's going to play for like seven more years. Do you think there's any more championships in his um, time? Um, yeah, because he's the best quarterback in the league. Do you see these championships with Mike McCarthy as the head I coach? I think they're probably going to get rid of that coach. Because, What's taking them so long? Well, I think they can always fall on. Like, I always notice that Green Bay is always banged up. Always. Line, always linemen banged up. They're using receivers as running backs. They, mm -hmm. Aaron Rodgers gets hurt. So they can they can blame their underachieving, so to speak, on injuries. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. that could be what's holding on. And now I just think they've gone a while. He's been a coach for a while. He's had success, but they're not getting over the hump anymore. So I think this might and they're, they're talking the writings on the wall. They need to get a new coach. So they're probably going to do it this year. That's my opinion. This year, the hammer comes down. That's my opinion. Unless something crazy. They're four or six. The, the, they're the, the same record as you guys. How sick is that? The, they're four, they had the same record as the Browns. And who would have thought that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So this is a tough year. They were supposed to be good this year. And they're not as good as they're expected. So I don't know. We're going to see. But I think they're going to get So you coach. don't think that he's on the way down? You don't think no, any of this? He's not. He's a quarterback. But he's ball. had a lot of injuries to himself, not just the team. He's been fucked up quite a bit. Listen. You're not nervous? No. At all? No. He did miss some throws. He missed some throws in that game, but everybody misses throws. Steph Curry missed a three before. Here we go. He missed a three. Here we go. We're going to bring up this dude. Yeah. Oh, my God. Anyways, um, we saw, so we watched the Titans-Texans Monday night game. Right. I'm on the Texans bandwagon. Yeah, You're not. I I like the Texans. I just not on the bandwagon as like a contender for the Super Bowl. No. But a content to me, once you get to the playoffs, it's it's truly anybody's game. You it know really that, is, right? That's why the NFL playoffs are cool because it's a one it's anything. It's a one happen. and done. Anything can happen. Anything. Once they get there, you don't know what could happen. You know, they could they're probably not going to get the bye, but they could. I mean, records, you know what I'm saying? The AFC is a little different than the NFC. But um, they're not, what are they, 9-3 now? 9-8-3, 9-3, whatever. 8-3, yeah. nine, nine nine yeah. And so... Not at 8-3. What makes you think they aren't capable of making well, that push? I just, like... I do feel like they got a good lot of good things, but just to be honest, their quarterback was his second year. Mm -hmm. I, just, I just can't. I mean, I can't pick him over. You're not the giving Steelers. them any shots. You're not thinking about how mm -hmm. great they're playing. Before the problem, last year they were on a great run, and the quarterback got hurt, and I feel like they just picked up where they left off. Lamar Miller, you know Lamar. I, he I is like, playing I like. great. He just broke the record, a 97-yard run. For a touchdown, their secondary, which is very trash in my opinion, has actually not been in the way. They have actually been an asset. They're getting turnovers. 
course, the D-line is causing a lot of pressure and problems, but usually they would be in the way. Their defense is playing well. Watson's playing well. Like, everything seems to be clicking at the right time. I'm not saying they're not good. And they're in a trash division. I, that's part of the reason, too. Like, I'm not really <laughs> convinced. I'm not convinced on anybody out of that AFC South. No one. No. Oh, well, I mean the AFC South, yeah. But I'm saying, they, they're outside of them being in the AFC South, they still won nine games. All their they're games good. Are- I'm not saying they're not good. Okay. I'm just saying I don't look at them as like, yo, the Texans might win the Super Bowl. Did you think, did you think beating the Titans on Monday night was a big deal? Did you just like, oh, it's no, just the Titans? I don't think that was a big deal. No. Not a big deal. No. So you don't have – okay, the Texans obviously are going to make the playoffs and probably yeah. not get the first round by, possibly, but you think this is a loss in the first round, possibly against one of the other teams, the Chiefs, Patriots, Steelers. They lose to all those teams. All of them. Mean. I don't know. Not all the way convinced yet. After seeing the Steelers play, Ben Raplisberger threw some crucial interceptions. He always throws picks, though. Yeah, big ones. They lost to Denver. That was a big game. That was a big game. Yeah, as far as positioning. Yes. And they lost. They had the turnovers. You always talk about these turnovers. They had two interceptions and one fumble. Right. And I feel like they already have a trash secondary. Joe Hayden is their starting their starting quarter, cornerback. What's wrong with that? What you mean? What's wrong with that? What I just said. Man, he is a shell of himself. The Steelers defense is cool though. They do a lot of. Uh, they have to. They they blitz. They're they attacking. They're they're good. Bro. They're good. So you so you got the Steelers still making moves out coming out of that second round. Yeah, Steelers, Patriots. Chiefs, those are the teams. That's the teams. The Texans are good. They're, they're going to be, I think, in time. And Washington gets even better than he is now. They're going to be really good. So if the Steelers and the Texans played each other in the playoffs, which could very well happen, you got the Steelers. Wait, who? Steelers, Texans? Yes. Yeah, I got the Steelers. You got the Steelers. I hope that happens. So I'm going to take the Texans. All right, be cool. We're going to bet, bet something really cool. Like what? <laughs> just hold on, buddy. You just hold on there, buddy. Oh, Jacksonville. What's wrong with Jacksonville? Jacksonville? How they fire the offensive coordinator who actually made Blake Bortles look like a, a, a quarterback? How did they fire him? What is that? What does that mean? I and mean, then bench Blake Bortles. What was the sense of that? Don't you need this offensive coordinator if you're going to pull in the, the, the backup who's just as trash as the starter? I think that he was making miracles happen with this offense. Well, he wasn't making them happen. They had year. a lot of injuries this year. They they're started run, off 3-1. Their running back got hurt, which yeah. I guess is a big deal. That's a huge deal because when you got Blake Bortles, he can't be pass happy. You can't be giving him more than 20 passes in a game. He needed like 20 to 25. That's it. I mean, the, Jag, the Jags formula is run the ball. Yes, and, and sneak play, in some throws every and, now and, and then. Play, play solid, good defense, rush the passer, and win the game. That's what yeah. they do. So if you don't have a good running back, how do you expect to even win? Like, was that like a way for them to – like, this coaching staff has got to get the fuck out of here. You're getting rid of all of them? Oh, yeah, they all got to go. All of them must go. All of them. 
what's the court, the coach's name from the Giants that's now their their fucking GM is he or head of play? Coughlin. Coughlin needs to go ahead and coach the team. But I don't care who it is. If Blake Bortles is the quarterback, it's like it's like having Ryan Tannehill, in my opinion. <laughs> Except he actually is a quarterback. He's not a, a wide receiver, but he's still trash. He he's put up some great numbers in the past. Like he's put up some big games, fifty point games, and all that stuff. But he just doesn't have it. He had a really he had a good playoffs. He had a good season last year. They they strung together a lot of wins at a perfect time. Their defense was clicking. They was talking big shit. I'm talking about big shit. They was talking, and now they can't say anything. Fucking Ramsey. Did you see what when um what's Allen? Is that the quarterback for the the Bills? Yeah. Allen. It was like I want to say <clears throat> April or May, sometime during OTAs. The Bills posted a picture. And it said Allen's very first pass as a Buffalo Bill or whatever. Jalen Ramsey retweeted it and said, looks like a pig to me. Damn. And then followed that up with saying, "He y'all on the schedule this year. I can't wait to pick him off. He flamed them boys. Damn. He flamed them boys. And that's why I feel like the fight broke out. You saw the fight. Fournette got suspended. What a rider he is. What a fucking rider he is. He went over there with hands, didn't have nothing to do with the play. He ready. And he said, I saw a nigga hit my homeboy. That's all I needed to see. That's it. That's it. What yeah. a G that was. He He's was suspended ready. now, which means they're going to lose even more games. But wouldn't you like a player like that on your team? I mean, yeah, there's a lot of players. Yeah. But a lot of players aren't like that, Brent. Some people just mind their business. We've seen Melo. We've seen some NBA players that just mind their business when the fight is I'm saying, there's a lot of NFL players. Oh, NFL players. Yeah. Yeah, he's a writer. He was, they was over there fighting with helmets on. I didn't understand it. It's so funny. And then the two niggas on the play, the touchdown was still fucking <laughs> hunching each other. Still Fighting for the ball. Like, like a whole over, minute bro. later. It's over. I was like, what a crazy game. But I feel like that has a lot to do with the shit talking that happened in the offseason. Niggas got mad because they was getting beat by the one team. Nobody wants to lose to the Bills. They're like the J- losing to the Jaguars or losing to the Browns. Right. They are the Raiders now. Right. Like you lose to one of them, you are just trash truck juice. You know, but the Browns are, you know, Browns they're coming around, coming along. But I think that what happened in Jacksonville is the same thing that happens with a lot of um front offices you draft this guy you try to sell him to your fan base because you made a mistake and you don't want to lose the fan base so you lie and say he's the guy you constantly try to change coordinators try to change receivers and running backs give him all these people he's still a bum and then instead of just saying you know what we made a mistake you're gonna fire a nigga that really like made made you almost get, get to the super bowl last year he's the only reason brent he literally came up with a game plan to yeah. make Blake Bortles look good, and they're gonna fire him. Like, if somebody had to go, me. What? You, why? When everybody's going after know, the season, you know, I don't think everybody's going. You don't I think just, so? No, man. If they don't have a fire sale in Jacksonville, I don't think everybody's going. to be the same thing. I don't think everybody's going. Mm. They should. And if they're gonna bench Blake Bortles, what was the purpose of firing him? What was it? Because it's his fault. It's, it's, it's not the coordinator's fault. Yeah, you got a point. You got a point. That was some bullshit. That was some bullshit. Six games under 200 yards. 
He was 12 for 23 Sunday, 127 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. Blake Bortles had 127 yards passing? Yeah, one touchdown, two interceptions. Damn. And you're going to fire the offensive coordinator. This is rough, rough business. <laughs> rough business. <laughs> Coordinators get fired because of quarterbacks all the time. Every day, B. We saw it in Miami, back up and down. How many offensive coordinators has Ryan Tannehill gotten fired? Six in seven years? And they always say he needs a couple more years in the offense before we start saying he's a bum. And here we are, year seven. (laughs) Yo, sidebar. I got to get this off. Uh, Solo D, you know, the rapper, the Dolphins rapper nigga? Yeah. They made a song. And I'm hollering because they literally was clowning Adam Gates. We, we watched the game. And yeah. at the end of the game, it was third and 10. Yeah, I did not. It, that was so The crazy. nigga ran the ball. He ran on What does that 10. mean? It means you don't trust your quarterback to make a good decision. You Either he's, he can't make a decision or you as a coach aren't man enough to say, put, put because, the ball in his hands. Because third and 10 at that time, like, they really, which they did, run the clock out and win the game. We laughed at that. When we yeah, saw that I play, saw, I was like, like what the fuck? I said, you know what's so crazy? Like, they literally think they're going to get the ball back and do what with it if you can't do nothing now? When they punted that, I said, they're going to lose. It was so embarrassing. Like, to me, that just screams, we don't trust this nigga. He's a bum. He's nobody. I have to play. Hold on. I got to play this because I, I just want them to hear it. And you too. Hold on. Let me see if I can get it to play. Nope. I don't want to see shit. Uh, what the fuck, coach? Where your nuts go? Game on the line, third and ten, that's the must, though. Still got love for you. Losing trust, yo. Can't call that bro, get scared, Buffalo. I mean, we love Katie, do what you run for. You a guru. That's enough jokes. I mean, we still in recovery from color, bro. And then you went and got brought, that's another no. What the fuck, coach? Well, you let's go. In the beginning of the season, we had much hope. We see the Chiefs and the Rams by the let's go. See, I believe you just a little out of touch, coach. I know the game. I need to stay in a fair place. But I got to say these words for the fair sake. What the fuck, oh, coach? What? Well, you let's go. Where? Game on the line, 30 and 10. That's a must, though. Hey, okay. guys. I still got love for you, big fella. I ain't calling for your job. So what I'm saying to do. You got a diehard fan bitch out here inside of mediocrity, man. So if you were aggressive and you fail, fuck it, send it in. <laughs> Yo, that's a dope song, Solo D. Shout out to Solo D for that. I was hollering. There's a video to it. If you go on my um, if you go on my Instagram story, it's on it's on there. But I was hollering. That's sick. That literally probably took them out of the playoff wild card that game. For real? Yes. They did five and six? Yes. That took them out of it. Damn. I believe. It could have. And you were one of the people that was saying that the Dolphins will be sneaky good this year. You yeah, was like, I was gonna... saying because everybody was like, oh, the Dolphins are going to be so bad. I'm like, man, they're going to be hard. And it was Osweiler playing as well. And it's like they was doing it. They was getting shit done. They got a good running back. They got some good weapons. Yeah. They're not trash. They, got, they got good they got good defense for real. Like it's for a coach. Sports. It's coaching and quarterback. That's essentially what's wrong with the Dolphins, in my opinion. Coaching and quarterback. Yeah. Uh, Browns Bengals play. This is awkward because um, Hugh was fired, uh, sent packing, and then two weeks later he's on the Bengals 
coaching staff. Uh, no shocker. I mean, that's where he came from. That's where he came from. That's the, the homie. Yeah. Uh, they should all get fired together after this year, though. Right. But Baker Mayfield, weird ass, for some reason seems to think that if you get fired from one job, you can't go get another job. Yeah, he's and he wouldn't. He had. He was awkward. He would, didn't want to hug him or shake his hand after the game. And he said, "How are you going to tell us to fight for you every week? And then you go to a locker room that we play two times a year, you motherfucker? Because it's a, it's Pepsi going to play for Coke. Yeah, you know what why? is wrong with him? He's the first overall pick. Mm-hmm. He really hasn't seen the true NFL. Yet. He has no clue. He he thinks it's all like." He isn't really seeing the true business side yet. He's getting you think he'll be like a brown forever? Like, he, he is right now. He, you know, he's a man. But what is he going to do when one of his receivers or somebody else on his team gets cut or mm-hmm. goes to the, the Bengals, the Steelers, or the Ravens? You're going to be mad at them? Yeah. Or are you going to accept that? They've got a job and they got this a family team to is feed. trying to pay them yeah. more money than the Browns. What's he gonna do if a player holds out? Like what, that's what I'm saying. He's a <laughs> What's he gonna do if a player like doesn't want to sign back with his team? Hey bro, we should be fighting together forever. Yeah. <laughs> this is forever. So he don't I think that's it. I think it because like he will understand it in a little bit, but right now, he's the first overall pick. He's on the Browns. He got them looking competitive, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, compared to what they have been. So he's just riding the high as far as this isn't a business. So he don't understand how this So he's just stupid then. He's yeah. a fucking idiot. Yeah. How come he didn't get that when he left Texas Tech? Was it Texas Tech? I don't know. I he, went he went to, to no, te- yeah, he went to Texas Tech first and left there to go to Oklahoma. Yeah, so you essentially did the same thing. Essentially. Yeah. And yeah, I don't I think he that. understands. Like, that's just how it goes. One man's trash, another like, man's trash. It ain't like uh, Hugh Jackson. They uh, It was after a game. He was like, you know what, fellas? I don't feel like coaching anymore. I'm going to go to the Bengals. Right. He was like, he got fired. I think that this is a deep, the deeper issue is this. And I think it has a lot to do with him not being the starter from the beginning of the season. That Hugh allowed, was it Teddy, who was there first? Uh, I thought he did start from No, him. no. Oh, no, he didn't. No. We watched the game when he came in. Yeah, he wasn't the starter. They let the Bills, the Bills on quarterback, Teddy. Uh, no, that's not Teddy. What's his name? Tyrod. Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod. Damn, I need to be high. I remember way more stuff when I'm high. Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor. Watched the game when yeah. You were playing the Jets. Yeah, Tyrod was a starter, and I think he's salty that Hugh didn't make him the starter from the beginning. Why would he be salty he's, about that? Because he's stupid. He's a fucking idiot. He's a good quarterback, but he's a fucking idiot. And and he will be humbled, and he will. It'll be like like a fucking somebody knocked him upside his head when he realized the NFL is one hundred percent business, and you're gonna lose a lot of players. People are gonna come and go. That's what I'm saying. What the fuck is wrong with you? He he hasn't experienced it, especially as a Brown. <laughs> Unless they figure that shit out, that's a rotating door for so yes. many coaching staffs, quarterbacks, and players all, all together. 
It's a learning experience. You'll figure this out in a little bit. You're going to have to because it's going to happen. Oh, my God. He's he's That annoyed the entire shit out of me when I saw that. I was just like, what's wrong with him? Yeah. Um, the most interesting division in football, everybody says the best, is not. Um, we'll talk about why you guys are slowly not becoming the, the toughest division. <laughs> Redskins, Cowboys, Giants, Eagles. Now, the Giants have you know, solidified their place at the bottom after losing to the Eagles the other day. Did you see that game? Uh, no. So the Eagles and Giants played each other, and the Giants have been on a run thanks to you guys continuing their run. You know, they came out shitty as hell, and then they was on a three-game winning streak. <clears throat> they played the Eagles in Philly. They were up, um, I think it was like, 12 to nothing and then they was up like 19 to 3 yeah. and then they ended up losing by a field yeah. goal and Odell remember we discussed this what kind of Odell were we going to get after the check Odell is not happy he's made a comment about the Eagles secondary being weak and he thought you know I thought that if you see a weak secondary you'd be pass happy but that wasn't in our plans that was not the scheme for this week. Now, it sounds good, but I watched the game. They did pass the ball. They yeah. passed it to people, not him. And they did run the ball heavy, but they have Saquon Barkley running the ball. I think what happened in that game is they truly thought the game was over. They kind of sat down and relaxed a little bit. The defense didn't wasn't as aggressive. Right. It just seemed like the game got away from them. And it was a very winnable game for them. And they barely lost, but they lost. And now Odell wants the ball more. Why? First of all, this coaching staff is getting the fuck out of here. Do you agree? I thought they just got there. Yeah, he got to go. Nah. He got to go. No e way. Eli got to go. They might do something with Eli, but the coaches have just got to. It's They're terrible. Well, if they don't, it's they. It better be because they the coach is saying I can't do anything with Eli. I need somebody else. But why don't you just know that this is a trash year for your organization and just coast it out since you got the bag? <laughs> I mean, competitive. You want to put up numbers. You want to dance in the end zone. He's been doing that since he got to the league. This is just the one year that you guys are clearly, like, they've been bad he also, before. But. He also might be feeling pressure, like, he got a big deal. He feel like he got That's when I would survive. feel the least pressures after I got the deal. I'm sorry. I'm a different type of animal. I wouldn't I'm, feel any fucking pressure until the last year of the deal, because that's what matters <laughs> in the NFL. You're absolutely right. Yeah. You're absolutely right. I'm not saying you're not right. And I might be wrong with what Odell's thinking. I'm just saying maybe he got he got a crazy crazy payday. Mm -hmm. Now he's coming in the year and he wants to show like I don't really am worth you, it. But in the NFL, you the way you get the check is you get paid off of what you already did, not what you're going to do. Right. So you already did enough to get the bag. Clearly now we know what you you're capable of. We all know that Odell is a top five receiver in the NFL. Right. You know, some may argue six or whatever. I'll give him top five, just out of respect for everything that he's done so early, and with Eli, the weaker Eli, not the cool Eli. Yeah. This is the the, the weirdo Eli. I think that he should just relax. Just no, relax. You you are right. 
If they don't throw you the ball, you can't feel any guilt for these L's? How? But that's not him. He, He's crazy then. It's not him. He can't just chill out right now. He want it. In my mind, he probably wants to show, like, look, that's why I got this bag. Look, I could do and, this. And he wants to dance in the end zone. He likes, yeah. That's why he likes it. He likes getting the ball. He likes doing stuff. Yeah. So when he doesn't get a chance to do, do run after the catch and all the stuff he likes to do, He's upset. And we've we've spoken to people that know the Giants, and they've said there's no beef between him and Saquon. It's not like a pissing competition with the ball. They're cool. So it's not like – I don't think he's hating on Saquon. I truly think he's greedy. He really just – like you said, he wants to be the attention whore. He wants to get in that end zone. And getting in the end zone is the goal. He don't give a fuck if he get – Three passes the whole game, as long as three of them holes was in the end zone, at least two of them. <laughs> yeah. That's his goal. He wants to score touchdowns. He wants to pull out his little dance moves and stunt and show that blonde hair. And he can't do that. Even if they lose, I feel like he's happy as long as he gets the ball. A lot of people like that. It's crazy. Odell, you got paid, my nigga. Relax. You guys aren't going anywhere this year. Take this opportunity to get healthy. You was injured last year. Like I would love to just get out of the season Healthy if I were him. You know, right. get ready for next year and, and talk to the front office about getting a new quarterback privately on the low. <laughs> because that's nothing but a shot at Eli to, to me. He might be shooting at Eli. Who Man. Knows? Redskins Cowboys played. And the Cowboys have even the score. So now we got three teams in this division that are trying to get this this spot which is awesome in my opinion because right, cool they truly you, you grew up in the eagles uh yeah. fan base per se and you know how nasty these games get uh, yes. i'm with That's these why I, said I felt at home when i was driving into the, the giants, giants. <laughs> this is going to get interesting because the redskins cowboys and eagles are all i'll have the opportunity to take that uh, division title this year yes and so every single game is going to count and you guys have the Cowboys, so you have a way to affect this. Yeah, we do. You guys have a way. You you, you know you got to beat the Saints. Yeah, I got to get on my team. Get ready. Two that, weeks. That we got to win, win it for Miko. Two weeks. Y'all got to beat the Saints so that the Rams can have home field. We right. need that. And then we need to beat the Cowboys just because Dak Prescott is a coon. Mm. That's that's the other reason we got to get okay. one of his balls this year. Okay. And then I'm gonna, we're gonna yeah, pause. <laughs> but my nigga, you're not even getting passes, so who knows if you even gonna be able to affect these games? But you have to tell the rest of the team. Yeah, I'm telling. We got we got things to do to shake this whole thing up. Now, who do you think is going to take is in, in this NFC North? Is it or East? Yes, NFC, NFC East. East. Who do you think takes this? Between Redskins, Redskins lost their quarterback. Redskins are out of it. They, you think they're out of it? Okay. Yeah. Eagles or Cowboys? I'm going Cowboys. Why? Running game. Their defense has been playing well. They seem more consistent than the Eagles. Eagles have been seeing real up Iffy. and down. Now they're dealing with some injuries. I feel like the Cowboys are... Maybe coming together a little better at the end. Mm-hmm. Not saying like they're about to be world beaters or go to the Super Bowl or nothing like that, but that this year and that division, the way it's shaking out, I feel like the Cowboys got the better shot. Okay. Fair. I agree. I do agree, even though, you know, I really 
uh, hate the Cowboys and everything they stand yeah, for. I would like to put the Eagles. Right yeah, I, I want the Eagles to win, but it does appear that the Cowboys are going to have the advantage. Your division, um, the Falcons are. You got y'all same record. What the Falcons four the and seven? Damn. What man. in the fuck happened? Injuries. Injuries. That team got their defense got broke up mm-hmm. at the beginning of the year. They're running back. Uh, Freeman. Freeman's been hurt all year. But they got a really good backup. No, their team is their offense. It's still good. It's just it's just one of those years. How they go from last year averaging like thirty five points a game this year, like like they just scored seventeen points, like ten points, like what's happening? They were always offensively incredible. It was always the defense holding them back. Now they're not scoring points. What's going on? I didn't know they weren't scoring points. Mm mm. I thought they were still scoring, honestly. No. The Falcons have been looking real weak on offense. And and the reason that I feel bad is because my nigga is on the team. And Julio, I knew it was bad when Julio got his first touchdown. It was like week like 10 or some shit like that. But it's always a thing that Julio didn't get a whole lot of touchdowns. I don't care. I, I don't understand how you... To me, this is just me personally. And I feel like we see a lot of teams that like force balls to people that they want to pretty much have the ball. Mm-hmm. And if you're not forcing the ball to Julio, what are you doing? They duck balloon a lot. So you can't you can't Whatever. really force that. Whatever. You could double all you want. Throw the ball to the nigga. <laughs> Shit. I don't understand. Let me look at this. They lost to the Eagles twelve to eighteen. Their losses. Well, they when they lost to the Saints last time, September twenty thirty, they scored thirty seven. I thought they'd been scoring. They lost to the Bengals. They had thirty six. They lost to the Steelers. They had seventeen. They lost to the Browns. They had sixteen. They lost to the Cowboys. They had nineteen. They lose to the Saints again, seventeen. Those are their L's. So when they score in the teens. Yeah, they only score. They only score in the teens. They're gonna lose. But how are they not scoring more? How? How is it so fickled? We gotta look at some Falcon games, like a full game. We gotta actually watch. We gonna see their asses the last game of the season too. Right. That's the last game. We'll both be out of it. But but still, it's gonna be about pride at that point. Right. Pride, y'all. Do not let them beat y'all. Do not be the bums of the division (laughs) like usual. You got a shot this year to not be the bum of the division. Bucks fans, Bucks players. I'm talking to y'all. It's a shot. We got a chance. We got a chance to not be at the bottom of the fucking barrel this year. Oh, man. Is that enough football talk? Um, Yeah, that's enough. Yes. (laughs) You're talking about your own fucking sport, dog. Let's move on. Vince Carter. What about him? 25,000 points. And what, 37 years? Yeah. 37 years in the NBA. What what the fuck is Vince Carter trying to prove right now? I have no What is it? I have no clue. Did he fuck up the check? It's a possibility. I told you this, what, three years ago? I said to you three years ago, I said, Vince Carter fucked up the check. Vince Carter made so much money in the NBA. I have no clue why. Like, And it's not like he's still bouncing around. Why he He's still play. dunking. You see, he's still dunks the ball he's still you know he's playing the role that i feel like Melo should be playing damn yo i'm dead ass like but not on the hawks 
Because the hogs are going nowhere. That's what I'm saying. He, Why is he on the hogs? That's what makes me think he fucked up a check. Because anybody can sit on the Warriors bench or even the, the Raptors or, or the Celtics. Ooh, the Celtics. Maybe you should go with the Celtics. They need a they need a veteran. Like, go to a team that is a contender and sit on the bench and get quality buckets. Come in and get some dunks, some good shots. Relieve some of the young guys. Educate them on the game. You ain't doing none of that in Atlanta. You are literally... Playing for the league minimum, yeah. what's and you're 37 years old. What's going on? 37. He passed. I mean, yeah. What's he's damn? I think he's 40. He's 41. What's wrong with him? I I, I don't know why he's doing it because it's not like he's still getting a, a nice check. He getting minimum. He he playing limited minutes. I know his body probably feel like trash because he can't move that well anymore. I just I I don't know. I really don't know. He had to have fucked up the check, in my opinion. Like, there's no reason. Because to me, granted, I love basketball. I really wish I could play forever. I wouldn't because there's 82 of them hoes and half of them you got to travel for. Yeah, just get in some And, and once you become right? this rich, he is 41 years old. He has played. He was drafted in 98. So this is year 20. Yeah. He, play he played for Toronto, New Jersey, Orlando, Phoenix, Dallas, Memphis, Sacramento, and now Atlanta. He made a whole shit ton of money. Man, he was a face of franchises. Olympics. He was, he had a shoot. Like, he was, the, he was the guy that put the Raptors on the map originally. He was the man. Before Drake did. He was getting NBA contracts for a minute. And I, I just wonder why he wants to play for the Hawks and the Kings right now. The Kings, I don't know, but... Congratulations on 25,000 yeah, points. He's good. You he's should have by now, my nigga. Jesus. A legend, bro. Respect. But I just wonder why he wants to play right now. Yeah. Another legend, Pop, Coach Pop said Kawhi was never a leader when he played for the Spurs. Well, what do you mean? That's what Kawhi said. He said, Well, I guess everything I did wasn't leading. Like, I guess Pop is thinks that he wasn't a leader because. He demanded a trade, maybe? Like, what part of him wasn't a leader? Because everybody, we've had the discussion before, and, and you've talked about how you lead. You lead by example. You lead quietly. You lead with skills and education. Everybody's not the same kind of leader. So for Pop, who's a very smart man, I think he's cerebral, to say he wasn't a leader, I feel like it was taking a shot at him. Because you don't it even need to say that. he didn't have to say it. Yeah. So and what is he I, trying I to say? I don't know what you, you talk about. What, he didn't do the rah-rah speeches for the team before the game? He like, laughs awkwardly. He ain't finna do like, them speeches. Like, what, what is, and I don't even know why people put so much value in those speeches any damn way. We don't even know truly what he means. He All he said was, matter of fact, yeah, all he said was, he's not a leader. Yeah, he never he was. He's a great player and he was never a leader for us, though. He named, like, Patty Mills. Mills and... and uh, it was one other dude, but Patty Mills... Was a leader and somebody else. Tony, uh, the point guard. Yeah, but it never was Kawhi. That's pretty sad because I feel like that's personal. And you're jealous. You're jealous. Jealous of what? What is he jealous about? I think he's jealous that another team has this guy. Like, you want a guy like that. Kawhi never gets in trouble. He never in no shit. Yeah. He's quietly gonna cook motherfuckers. You you would love that, Pop. That's why you liked him on your team. Your team was quiet assassins. Yeah. 
Right. Your team never got a line. You really ain't have no true assholes. I mean, you had a couple of the assholes for a second of their career. But, you know, his teams have always been like a controlled bunch. Right, that team. Yeah. They do. They run your system. They do exactly what you say. That Nobody ever, like, complains about shots, you know, who got what balls and who got what calls. Like, Kawhi is a perfect teammate for your system and suddenly good. you want he's not a leader he was supposed to go on from duncan because they had a superstar like tim duncan's mm-hmm. a superstar but he was not like your typical superstar right and then Kawhi was in that same mode like he ain't really begged for attention he wasn't loud he just balled and he knew he was dope yeah and, and he had a great response and he was he was so classy about it and he was just like well you know I guess I didn't lead like he thought I should lead, but he's saying that now that I'm gone. He must have forgot. Right. And I just feel like, damn, that was Pop's first, that's the first time I've ever heard him say something that I was like, what a piece of shit. Yeah, that's right. He usually is a, it's good for, you know. He ain't had to say that. I don't know right. if they baited him into that or whatever, but he's smart enough to not get baited into something like that. <clears throat> Kevin Durant said, grown men hecklers are corny. Like when you like, hey, <laughs> what's cornier, a grown man heckling a professional athlete, or a professional athlete getting caught with multiple burner Twitter accounts where Burn. he argues oh. with those fans <laughs> that he's talking about about his own self? What's cornier? Thank you. Yeah. I feel like he can't even address these corny niggas because he is corny than a motherfucker himself. Yeah. Like you're sitting up here saying they're corny, but you should also not allow them to bother you. Yeah, I'm just talking One of them just cost you $25,000 because you had to respond. Why are you even responding? Why are you getting caught responding? That's what it is. What did he do? Did he he said, shut the fuck up and, and watch the game. While the dude was Snapchatting him, calling him all types of bums, saying he was a, a pussy, Draymond owns him. You a bitch ass nigga. You know, they didn't call you a bitch. You ain't saying nothing bad. And he was like, shut the fuck up and just watch the game. While he was taking the ball out from the baseline. Oh, and I was dying. I was like, he is so lame for that. Like, you should have said something way cooler. Yeah, well, you should have said I, thanks for coming for, and buying a ticket. I appreciate you paying my bills. I used to like, like say something cool like that. When I get heckled, I'll just be laughing at him and I'll say like funny shit to him. And then if I do anything, I come over and start talking shit to them. Like it's yeah, just but he fun. don't even know how to handle hecklers. Like he's so emotional. He yeah. gets so feelings full. Yeah. Like, come on, dude. Like, how did they get you mad? You know damn well people are gonna make fun of you. Your nickname is Cupcake now. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to develop thicker skin. If you supposedly, you swear you that nigga, you the best scorer in the league, you're the MVP, and, and you you didn't you went to a team that didn't need you but, you know, made it easier, you got to know the jokes are going to fly. And then you fly. let one of the bullies of the league who's on your team call you a bitch, got all in your face, my nigga. Like, what you think people are going to say? Yeah. If you turn the other cheek and be the mature adult these hecklers are going to serve you like that's just what they're going to do yeah so you did what you wanted to do as a man you decided to turn the other cheek and be the professional then be the professional now too shut up get off twitter burner accounts stop arguing with these same niggas that you call in corny 
Right. Why are you on there arguing about your stats and how good you are and then forgetting that you on your burner account and then tweeting for yourself? How in the fuck? He got to give it up. He can't hold it inside anymore. Yeah, you can't call. Where is your compassion? You're the pot calling the kettle black. Where is your compassion? It's the same where his wave brush is. (laughs) Missing. Get a fucking get these waves together. Get your hairline together. Kevin Durant could get a wave. Nigga, that ground beef, the way it's rolling up and sitting. Is it because he's bald or is he The patch makes it worse, but I'm telling you, if he put on a do-rag and put the grease on it, nah, you don't man. know nothing about this. You don't even have the type of hair that Eva can somebody put some grease in your hair. It's a wrap. <laughs> your shit gonna look like Eddie Kane Jr. <laughs> on the five R beats. But he should get his hair together. Like if he brushes, but if he brushes like LeBron does a good job of keeping his hair like hiding it. He got the little fake hairline. But LeBron is all up and thin around this area. And Durant act like that just because he's six eleven. The camera don't never be above his head, and we but can see that I'm hair. Asking, I'm asking, is that really a ball spot, or is it just because it's so? It's cool a ball. It's it's. It doesn't have to be such a big ball spot. If he was to like. Flatten his hair out with a wave cap, yeah. a, a do rag cape out, yeah. brush it, put some grease on it. Care about how you look. Yeah. So they can quit joking. They already joke on his feet. His feet look like a a, a, a ship. <laughs> no, they look like a hockey. a hockey stick. His legs and feet look like a hockey. My nigga, it's so many jokes you could throw at this nigga, and he got the nerve to be mad about some shit that fans are saying. Like, come on, dog. Man, he's sensitive to me. Damn, where is your compassion? Man, you are fucking Kevin Durant, my nigga. Nah, you right, bro. What the fuck is wrong with you? You're Kevin Durant. You so rich. Just talk shit back to him. Yeah, just say thank you for paying my bills, sir. This courtside seat you bought gonna go a long way in my new Ferrari. (laughs) Yeah, right? Appreciate you, bro. Thanks. Crack those kind of jokes of these niggas. Don't, Don't get fined. Yeah, you can always win those jokes. Yeah, just be like, you wish... He should he should say like real shit like yeah. you, you wish you would, you would trade lives with me in a heartbeat right bitch nigga and all you would trade it right so calm down cupcake he needs to fucking calm down last topic we getting out of here Dwight Howard okay <laughs> okay so I texted some of my friends I'm not really allowed first of all Dwight Howard be having people sign NDAs props to him that's very smart. Um, so people are not allowed to talk about his sexual liaisons and espionages, threesomes is, is a threesome. Is it a threesome if it's a boy, two boys, and one girl? No, that's a that's a that's a train. A tr- but it's only two cabooses. That ain't really a train. That's I think a train needs to be like at least six of those you. things. Those those you. cart. I those. I feel you. I, I just don't. so. Our boy allegedly likes women of the night, and he prefers them to be men. So he likes trans. Allegedly. Is trans a PC way to say that? Yes, it is. Transgenders. But can you say tranny? Are they offended by tranny? Right, because I don't even know anymore. Because I said Jew, and all of a sudden I I was a a fucking... I don't know if you can say <laughs> tranny. That's all I'm saying. I think it, the proper term is tran, tranny, transgender, whatever. Trans, transgender. Um, a transgender has exposed him. Now, what is your opinion on exposure? 
What do you mean? Telling your sexual business. What do you mean? What do I think of? People just telling your business, whether it's with a tranny, whether it's like, let's say you oh, cheated on me with a girl and she came out and was like, that nigga Brent Grimes ate my ass and we fucked and he bought me a Chanel bag. Like, how do you feel about that kind of stuff? No, that's whack. I have a different feeling on it. Granted, I don't think you should ever leak any nudes or videos and that kind of stuff. But I feel like if you lay down with somebody that you can't trust, you kind of get what you get. It's just like what happens. And to me, it's their life as well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's their life. And even though they shouldn't tell someone's business, like they shouldn't, you can't tell them what to do. I mean, you're absolutely right, me. It's their business They can too. do it, but that does not make it not no, whack. No, you're right. You're, I think it's whack as shit, but you have to like own up to the fact that you laid with somebody that's going to run their mouth. Like that's just no, how it happens. No, you definitely got to eat it. You definitely yeah. got to own that. Damn, now I'm fucked with it. It's like but shit. But my problem with it is Nobody cares if it's a girl. We all know that Dwight Howard has dumb baby mamas. Right. And a lot of people don't know this. I've said this to you multiple times. A big um, red flag for me that makes my gaydar go off is a man with a whole bunch of kids. What? Yeah. Why? Because that generally means he's trying to hide that he likes penis in his butt. <laughs> Shut up. I'm serious. <laughs> I'm serious. A lot of gay men are like? very sexually active with women trying to cover up for the fact that they truly want to be with a man. It's almost like they people like like when you say, oh, I heard um, so-and-so is gay. Get out of here. You got like five kids. Yeah, that's why. He's trying to cover it. And he's trying to make it like, no way. just like fucking has a lot of kids and his pull-out game is terrible? Yeah, that could be true too. It's There's no true, like there's no real like fucking secret about it just put your radar. but it just makes my gaydar go off when i see that and i you know i got a lot of friends as hoes the hoes be talking and the hoes been saying that dwight howard is bisexual now men don't this is aj put it to me this way and i thought it was genius he said because i said why is it that women can be bisexual but men can't be bisexual and he said men can be bisexual you are also gay though no, you're gay. If a man is bisexual, he's gay. What about a woman? Mm. They're gay too. So I'm gay? Yep. Because I've slept with a woman, I'm gay. I'm gay. You married a gay woman? Yeah. That sounds so dumb to me. That is so dumb. I don't agree with that. I think that men can like both. I know men that like both. They like uh, pussy and they like penis. And they're gay. Bisexual. My problem with this entire thing is it's almost like <clears throat> because Dwight Howard is gay, suddenly something's wrong with him. It's been something wrong with him before anybody knew he was gay to me. I'm not, I'm not, whatever we, Dwight There have been reports said. recently of him having butt issues. <laughs> That's what I was going through. I kept showing you links because this is my thing. Brent, I tell Brent a lot of secrets that my, my homegirls tell me. So Brent already knew that um, there was um, 
rumors that Dwight Howard was gay before this ever happened. And so I was telling him like, yo, Dwight Howard having a lot of rectal issues, a lot of gluteal issues. And I was cracking jokes about him, you know, because I've already heard these things. So when this came out, he was like, oh, my God. What the fuck? I was like, I already told you that he likes me. Yeah, this is what I was thinking. Man. Like, I don't care if Dwight Howard likes guys, trans, transsexual, whatever. But it's so funny because of the glute pains. Like, yeah, you started thinking that he did. Because now that girl called him, well, like, she's a girl. She called him a bottom. And now, it, now everybody's like, oh. And then AJ told me, AJ told me that. The media was there in practice, and it was like visibly hard for him to sit down. Like he was in pain. Somebody be knocking the bottom out that thing. Damn! Somebody be pounding them guts. What is he? Six eleven? Seven? Superman got to he had to pull the cape back to get to that ass, boy. Oh my god! This man was talking about his goose. Cause right here, like. Glutes sore. He ain't even sprinting. Like, like your mm-hmm. glutes. When the, when the last time you heard of somebody glute? Like, you hear people strain a hamstring. They might do something to their quad. Unless ass. you like fall on it. You know, football players yeah, fall on their ass. Fall, like if you went up for a dunk. And he ain't been like, playing or nothing. Like, how do you smash your glutes up? And now this is my thing. This is this is the other part of it. I heard that he made up dick games in the locker room, Shut and the up. team was playing dick games with Nobody, him. No grown man would play Brent, dick games. So this how I'm finna bust you the fuck out. So you gonna try to act like you didn't have teammates? Having dick jokes in the locker room. You remember that? We don't dick have to name jokes. any names. For $1 million, would you That's suck dick. somebody's dick? Y'all was having these... You had niggas in your locker room. We ain't going to say who. Going around, asking the other players what they would do for a $1 million. Would they suck dick? Would they take yeah, a dick in the ass? Was, was it always about something gay? Was it? Yeah, it was. And it was always weird. And I didn't know why I was going there. But yeah, people did have that. But at no time... Was there a dick grabbing game in a locker room? Never. Never. That was the next step. You left that locker room, so you don't know what happened after you left. They could have turned it into dick grabbing games and and hide the dick in the shower. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Find the dick. Shut up. Whoever's dick is the hardest wins. (laughs) (laughs) Why do people think athletes aren't gay? Because it's like a masculine thing. It's like masculine men that play sports. Especially like football. But But we all know, especially now and today's, you know it's not true. And you know probably on every team. How many, we talked about this years ago when I started exposing to you some of your gay teammates and friends. And just off of, you know, first of all, you know a couple of your teammates have confided in me about being gay and then there's others that have been exposed by women friends of mine that have slept with them or that have had threesomes we'll call them threesomes with Mm -hmm. them or men that i don't know that this is gay but men that take strap-ons from girls do you think that's gay yes why why are you it's sex why? between a, a man and a woman. It's, it's heterosexual Can, sex. Does a woman naturally have a strap on? And, no. So what? You guys so like dicks? Like, you like anal? I, I, you guys, I, I, boys I, like anal? What are you talking Is about? Is that gay? 
What are you talking it's about? It's anal gay. Guys like anal. Guys like butt sex from a woman that got a perfectly good pussy sitting less than an inch from the booty hole. Is that gay? Hmm. Uh, nah, that's not gay. Okay. I, I really so I feel... But let me, let me just ahead. say this. You trying to talk... Damn it, the Lakers lost. 117 to 85. This is fucking ridiculous. Man, you. Fuck you, Brent. But you talking this, why is that gay? So if I said me, I want you to fuck me with a strap on, you would be like, okay, no. I would, I would. No, no, don't, I would, nothing. You would be disgusted and you would probably never, like, it would be over. So if I say, if I bring a woman home, why am I not gay? You still think I'm gay because I bring a woman home. That's gay. Yeah. But so then why is it fine for me to be gay, but not for you to be gay? It's different for girls and you know it. Here y'all go with these double standards. This is why we should just go back to women don't even work or nothing. Y'all just do all the work. That's how y'all want it. I'm just saying it's different. I don't think that he should get as much flack as he's getting for being gay. I'm not giving him flack for being gay. I think the goop soreness is funny. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) I don't think if he's gay, he's gay or whatever. This don't bother me none. What do you think a woman should do if she finds out her man is bisexual or do you think that leave? leave? Yes. I agree. And the only reason I agree is because, and I hate when people say oh, AIDS and HIV is not a gay uh, disease. It's it a is. Yes. Sure. Stop playing. It's, it's like saying needles aren't an HIV disease. It is. Right. It fucking is. And for some reason, gay men don't use condoms. Because they're probably not butt sex. It's probably... I don't know. I don't so, as a woman... <laughs> as a woman, if you think that your man is, is gay, I think it's dangerous at, at some point. It becomes life-threatening to me. And there's nothing wrong with being gay. I think that you can even still be with the person if they're gay. You just don't have to have sex with them. Like, at all. None. You could, you could find your soulmate and he could be gay than a bitch. And y'all best friends, y'all do everything else. Like, he doesn't have to be, like, girly or feminine. Like, he'd be a manly man. He just likes dick. And y'all can still be cool. You just don't have sex. I think the problem is men. You guys are the problem. You guys make fun of men when you, they find out they're gay. You don't want to be their friends anymore. You think, like, you can catch something from them all of a sudden because they're gay. And that makes them not want to come out. And that's why now we have people like Dwight sneaking around uh, fucking trannies and, and hiding it, having his church homeboys bully her into signing NDAs and trying to take hush money and all this shit. I feel like we need to just make it okay like, it's crazy to me that gay people, if they start ganging up on you, they get anything, they get people fired, they get all kind of shit done. You know that, right? Yeah. But for some reason, athletes can't come out as gay. That's crazy. Yeah, I already told you, it's the environment of athletics, of professional sports. We need to change that because there's just as many gay athletes as there are painters yeah, I, and doctors and lawyers and yeah, dentists and teachers right, and everything. It's not, it's not as accepted in that field of work. A gay artist, you know, it's, hey, he's a gay artist. A gay singer, he's a gay singer. But a gay football player is just gay not. Gay basketball player. It's just not as accepted yet. It, it will it's be. It's sad. Because it's going to be, though, because... 
people are realizing that it's way more gay people than you really even think. And then they come out, and now it's like he's probably ashamed. I feel like that's probably why he hasn't flourished his career. Like I, I tell you all the time, flourishing his career. Nah, like he could have. He he could have been a better player to he me. Hurt his back. Probably taking it doggy <laughs> style. Too much. That's a long bend. I knew he was going to take it there. That's why I was like, he hurt his back. Man, I just feel sorry for him. <laughs> I feel sorry for any gay athlete because I just think it's not fair. I don't think it's fair. I mean, that's them, though. You could come out. And I th- yeah, and, and, and I also don't like the, if, if this is true, that he's bullying this girl and, and threatening her life and trying to scare her because that's that's you decided to be with her, too. So if she wants I mean, to go out and tell her truth, then you're bad, my nigga. You should have made her sign an NDA. You didn't. You just if you're gay, if you're a gay athlete, you should just live your life and be gay. And when people say, yeah, you, they caught such and such sleeping with a man, so yeah, I like men. <laughs> and then go from there. <laughs> That's all it takes. What are they gonna say? Yeah, I agree. I agree. And um, good luck, Dwight. Um, get your booty together, my nigga. Oh my um, you still obviously have some basketball years left. I hope that he just comes out and just says, "Yeah, I'm gay. Fuck it, and I'm playing basketball." And then that way, it's a stressful time for I know, and I feel sorry for him, but it's no fun in the closet. It's no fun at all in the closet. And that's the end of the show. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, Shout out Baby Daddy for joining me once again. For the new listeners, I generally do this podcast by myself. But um, husband has decided to join me until 2019. Who knows even further. Um, If you guys want me to have some other guests on to join me, talk some football, basketball, just some bullshit. Leave a comment um, on my Instagram at iHeartMiko or in the comments on SoundCloud. Shout out Loudspeaker for allowing me to join the network. Um, Shout out Moosecat Records for my editing. And shout out you guys for listening. I appreciate you. I love you as always. If you fuck with me, pass my link around so other motherfuckers can fuck with me too. Peace. See all the wings in the front, it's us. We had to triple the digits. See all those sexy mama blowing kisses, man. We had to grant all their wishes. Casamigos got me spinning, but I want some spending to my wish for delicious gold. I'm rocking Dio Savage, I'm high in the scouting, they calling me Pippin. I got some cardiac vision, it cost me 6,000, I'm watching it with me. Money's the reason I'm sitting, money's the reason I gotta take Ritalin. You niggas don't care about women, just shut the fuck up, yeah, I'm taking care of Plinin. I push a nail on a bell burger. One of my prices, half us. I keep a stick for my cover. Got way more girls than you have. Got the same name as the butler. But more money than Ashley and the butler.